In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord. Amen. Have you ever noticed the contrast in people around Jesus' death? Many who pass by mock Jesus, but one carries his cross. At the cross, several of the bystanders, including one who serves him sour wine, wait to see if Elijah will come and help him. Their service to the dying Jesus comes from their mocking. While the women who are standing afar had served Jesus because they followed him and believed in him. Above Jesus stands a notice. King of the Jews. All he's surrounded by robbers. They are crucified for their lies and theft, and Jesus is crucified for his goodness, generosity, and the truth. And then there are those who mocked him, called him king, demanding a miracle so that they might believe. Contrasted with the centurion, a soldier who has seen many die and declares in all seriousness and truthfulness that Jesus is truly the Son of God. And finally, there is Joseph of Arimathea, a Jewish leader, a member of the council, that very council that had condemned Jesus. He acts opposite of the other Jewish leaders and seeks to honor Jesus by giving him a proper, dignified burial. He may not have spoken up before, but now he speaks up and boldly. Whereas Pilate, who started off opposing Jesus' death, gave in and failed to boldly stand against Jesus' crucifixion. Throughout Jesus' ministry, there was a divide between those who followed him and believed in him and those who opposed him. That divide only sharpened and became more clear as time passed. And it became most clear at his death. Jesus had said earlier in Mark chapter 8, verse 38, For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. We see how people responded most clearly to Jesus. At the cross, we see people who are ashamed of Jesus and people who have great regard for Jesus, even if they stand outside his disciples or stand afar from him as he dies. The early church faced this in the persecutions, where some denied Jesus to escape death while others remained faithful. Some of those who denied him later returned and repented of their sin. Christ forgave them and restored them. Others either never believed or never returned to faith. They ridiculed Christ and his church, his body. The question before you and me, though, is whether or not we have fallen into this sin of denying Christ 
and his cross. Have you distanced yourself from Jesus because you were afraid of other people and what they might say and do? Have you been reluctant to be at church because you feared carrying the cross of COVID? Have you neglected the Lord's Supper, the very place where his death is proclaimed? Has your boldness in standing for Jesus and his word faltered either before others or in secret before angels and demons when you gave in to sin? All of this was crucified with Jesus. For all of this, he went to the cross. He died there on that wooden tree for you. He sacrificed himself, facing all that pain and agony and mocking for your sake. By his death, you have been redeemed. Your whole life from conception to death and burial has been bought back from sin and death. For both were defeated with the shedding of his blood and life. He overcame. And thus, in him, you also will overcome and have overcome. The Son of God has come and his death has defeated death. Go forth boldly, knowing that your salvation is secure and the Son of God will return in glory with his angels. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. Lord, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.